0: Well, next guest, uh, we welcome onto the program all thanks to First Windows and Doors proud supporters of the Galahad Chiefs and well, it's the king, he's the king of Waikato, isn't he? He is the king of the Chiefs. Damien McKenzie, welcome back to the program. Uh, how did you like that comparison to Stacey Jones? Are you happy with B or do you want to leave him in Dunedin?
1: <laughs> well, he can stay in Dunedin for as long as he needs, but um, I think B, B's still the king of, um, king of the Chiefs, but he did actually want to compare himself to um, Stacey Jones. The difference was Stacey Jones actually knew how to pass and Beaver <laughs> didn't. So, uh, and Stacey's in a lot, of, a lot better condition than what Beaver, Beaver's in. So. But yeah, I appreciate the comparison. Better
0: Beaver. footwork uh, as well, I think, Stacey Jones. Didn't have totally much. Well, safe... I'm
1: sure a lot of rugby fans know the uh, tough and carry and that was Beaver's special thing. <laughs> uh, I knew I needed someone to carry, I'd just give it to Beaver.
0: You can continue giving him stick in a moment, but I want to talk to you about Super. Nearly a decade uh, in the Chiefs now, over 100 matches. You notched that feet up last year. Are you feeling old?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I still, I'm still young, I think. But um, yeah, obviously a little bit older with a lot of these young boys coming through. But no, it's, yeah, it's obviously flying by and more of an experience player at chess now, so yeah, it's definitely taken a lot longer to warm up than I did 10 years ago, that's for sure, but um, yeah, loving, obviously my time here at the Dece, and it's good to have the young fellas come through and keep you on your toes, that's for sure.
2: Well, I'm glad it's taking them a bit longer, Kirst, because they used to mock me when I come out with my running shoes. and take the Yeah, I haven't got minutes. to my running, I actually haven't <laughs> gone on
1: to, I haven't, that's the thing, I haven't started in my running shoes yet. So that's embarrassing, is running shoes? It was embarrassing, all right. But anyway. Uh,
2: it, was just, it, was, it was actually a lot of admin more than anything, having to take shoes and boots all out to a, the warm-up field. But uh, enough about me. You've had your crack there. Uh, you talk about being one of the older boys now. First year without your great mate inside you, Webby. Mm. Uh, halfback job has gone to, to Xavier and obviously Cortez floating around. How's how's that all settling in without Webby there?
1: Yeah, it's obviously lost where we partner in crimes, but, um, I and mean, obviously got some pretty uh, pretty good halfbacks replacing them with uh, Zay and Tizzy. So no, they, they've been great. They're obviously um, both pretty experienced. They've played a, a few games for the Chiefs, so uh, they have both had uh, awesome pre-seasons. And obviously Zay gets the first crack, which is great. And then you've got a when you've got a guy like Tez coming off the bench. It's um, you know we're pretty lucky and blessed to have two guys like that. And then we've still got a guy in Triple T who's, who's still waiting there as well. So we're pretty lucky with the halfback stock we got coming through. for sure.
0: Is anyone as chirpy as Brad Webber?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, we hes pretty chirpy, but he's—he's he's not too bad. The other boys, uh, Tizzy's pretty chirpy. He gets into the boys when he needs to. But um well, To be fair, Shooters Sean's probably one of the chirpiest.
0: Yeah, is he he? got a bit
1: to say at the moment, so um, he's in for a big year too. So he's probably taken over that, that mental piece on it.
0: Must be all that mentoring from Beeve Just talking too much crap. <laughs>
1: Probably, yeah, I'd say that's probably what it is, yeah,
2: for sure. I was trying to teach him to be humble, but uh, we'll move on. Uh, mate, obviously, round one, obviously you can sometimes sort of drift into a competition, but Crusaders at home, uh, and obviously a repeat of last year's final, is, must be an edge to training that you don't usually get in week one. The, the boys pretty pumped up to get out there on, what, Friday now? Yeah,
1: Friday night, um, down in the tron. It's supposed to be a beautiful night, so yeah, obviously repeat of last year's final in, in Hamilton so I guess no better way to start against the defending champs and the Crusaders here here at home so yeah, it's been a lot of edge this week and I think the boys have obviously had a great pre-season and everyone's just um, actually to get out there and, and start the competition so um, yeah, we're really excited for, for Friday night's game and no better way to start with a challenge against the Crusaders but we're happy with where we're at and looking forward to getting out there now.
2: And uh, I guess uh, f- looking at the game, is a uh, fascinating uh, match-up in midfield. They've mm-hmm. uh, gone Dallas McLeod and uh, Levi Moore, who's, I guess, been the big purchase for the Crusaders in the off-season. And you boys have finally got uh, your all-black uh, star pairing back in, uh, in Anton and uh, Quinn Depay. It must be, must be exciting having those two as options uh, to run off you.
1: Yeah. yeah, for sure. Big bits of meat, i think that's mate, Quinn um outside me and then I'll be the one one but one out one further out. So yeah, lucky to have those boys there and looking forward to playing inside them and yeah, like you said, they're going off against a pretty good pairing and Dow and, and, and Levi both pretty threatening with ball in hand. So um yeah, I'm just lucky I've got those two on my team and they're not, not on the opposite team. So uh, yeah, nice to have that that pairing back and, and looking forward to having a run with those boys.
0: Now tell us a little bit more about Quinn. Uh, we hear that he's been breaking midfield bronco records. Which Beaver said midfield bronco records don't actually matter. Uh, how close did he get to you?
1: Uh, I didn't run it with the boys. We ran it at our at our camp earlier in the year, but I think he might have been. Oh, I'm just guessing, maybe late four twenties, but he's in good condition. He's uh he's always breaking breaking records in the gym. So to see him break. Break some records out in the, and the fitness stuff's pretty good too. So he's looking real fit. So um, yeah, he's biting biting at the bit to get out there.
2: And uh, I'll just just let you know, um, partner. Obviously, you're all probably on your deck, sunning yourself in Hamilton, uh, the ground floor of Lickerland, Leaf Street Dunedin, <laughs> uh, where your where your company is prime position is uh, is flooding out the door. So uh, you just you just keep chipping away up there in the Tron, and uh, I'll batten down the hatches here in the deep south.
1: Well, that's fantastic David. There's one thing I can never, never uh, take to fault you for is the, the amount of work you do for, for good old Grin, So I always appreciate your work. And you just behave down there tonight, please.
0: Oh, exactly, Damien. Do you think Beaver needed a second invitation to head to Queenstown and Dunedin for a couple of nights? He was asking to go.
1: No, I heard they rolled the red carpet out and he asked for it. So what he, get, what he says, he gets.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on the show, Damien. This is going to be a regular thing. Uh, appreciate your time and we'll see you on Friday.
1: Thanks, David. A great afternoon.